joining me for Vibrant Life, episode six. My name is Jessica Parker. I'm a holistic health coach and a fitness instructor. And today, March 21st, it's Sunday, and I'm staying nice and cozy in my little she shed. It's kind of chilly here in Oregon today. But we're gonna chat about calories. Calories are a big topic in the health and fitness world. <laughs> and they're a little bit misunderstood. Um, I'm definitely one of those people who was a proponent of the whole calories in, calories out thing for a long time. And I mean, that's kind of how I started. And then especially as I got older, <clears throat> um, I started noticing with myself and specifically women that I worked with that that didn't necessarily work. In fact, I saw some people like doing quote all the things and their bodies were not responding well. And it was like very confusing and frustrating. And I was frustrated for them. And that's when I started realizing, okay, this hormone stuff people talk about is real. Plus a bunch of other things. So we're just gonna chat about some of the things that play into your metabolism above and beyond calories and how like these other things can be going on and you're thinking, okay, I'm following what I need to do with calorie stuff, but it's not working. So the first thing to understand is that you are not a car. You're not a car. It's not like you just put the gas in, you drive your car, you run through gas. It doesn't work that way. There are a lot of other things um, that play into it. And of course with cars, you can um, definitely, you know, work on fuel efficiency and things like that, but even more so with our bodies. So there are a few things that you really need to pay attention to. There are more than these few things, but gut health, liver health, sleep, inflammation, um, muscle versus fat, obviously, and hormones. And when I say hormones, I'm also talking about thyroid. That's a huge thing. What I see happen a lot, and I specifically work with women using a keto approach, not always, not always women and not always a keto approach, but that's typically what I do. And so what I'll see is somebody come and like start in on keto and they're doing great and then they're not and they don't understand why. And then they try to quote keto harder. So they really restrict their calories and they try to like go down to like zero carbs at all. They'll, they'll do a lot of fasting, things like that. And what I typically will see um, is basically their body saying, um, I don't think so and holding on to fat and weight and you know just kind of like not cooperating and that's very frustrating especially when you feel like you're working so hard and possibly not enjoying it <laughs> so what happens is that you send this signal to your body that you're starving it that it's in a um, mode where it needs to protect itself and so literally your thyroid will get slower and it's going into protect and preserve mode. And the most important thing for your body is to survive. It's not concerned about fitting into your jeans or your bathing suit. <laughs> it's concerned about surviving. And so it will, uh, you know, shift gears and change the thermostat in order for things to keep running. You might not like it, but your body is concerned about surviving. Our bodies are very smart. We're designed very perfectly. And so when things are going wrong, you need to look a little deeper. So um, let's chat about gut health really quick. I could go on and on, and I, I will be doing some subsequent um, episodes on this because there are things we just need to dive deeper into. But 
let's talk about gut health. So with our gut, um, Chris Kresser, I have said that you will hear me talk about him a lot. He's a holistic practitioner, really, really like him. He gets very nerdy with things and I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, really looking into the why behind things and the research. So um, there was, there have been studies with mice and when they have too much bad bacteria in the gut, they experienced hunger. That doesn't necessarily mean they were actually hungry. They had the experience of hunger. And I'm sure some people are like, oh yes, I've had that happen. Um, so basically when that imbalance was going on in the gut, too many of the bad bugs were going on, then they're like, everything's all like inside out, upside down, and your body is getting the wrong, wrong signals in terms of hunger and, and satiety. So another study with people um, or other studies have shown that the gut flora can increase the rate at which we absorb fatty acids and carbs. We don't want that. Basically, you're, you're absorbing more energy um, from what you're eating, and you may not realize it, and that's turning into fat in your body. We don't want that. So basically, like that imbalance can really cause a lot of dysfunction in there. Eventually, too many of the bad bugs can increase production of insulin, which will of course lead to insulin resistance and then leptin resistance. So leptin and ghrelin are your two, your hunger hormones that work to tell you when you're actually hungry and not, or when you're actually satisfied and not. So if you're a person who's like, I don't really know what hunger feels like, you know, I just am all, I have this like there's a difference between having actual hunger where like your stomach growls, you actually need food and versus cravings and like you're just like wanting things. So the you know? other very important piece about the gut that you need to understand, you have the gut bacteria, the good and bad, the balance of the good and bad. And that's why you see like probiotics and prebiotics and they're, you know, very trendy. That's why. But you also need to understand your gut lining is important. And so you might have heard of the term leaky gut. So your gut lining is supposed to basically like look like pantyhose, which might be dating myself by using that word, but it's supposed to have like little tiny holes in the very thin layer of your gut lining. And that allows good things that are meant to be in your bloodstream to come in and keeps the other stuff out, right? Like just to be very simple with it. Well, with certain things that we put in our body and I'll include like stress and things like that. Um, it actually makes those tight junctions bigger. And so you're letting certain things come into your bloodstream that should not be in there. And your body is obviously going to react to that and send out things to attack that. And then you have inflammation in your body, which can result in autoimmune stuff. And it, it shows up in different ways in people. It might attack your thyroid and then you'll have Hashimoto's, which is very, very common actually. Um, you might have some kind of skin condition. You might have like rosacea. You might have arthritis. Typically people who have an autoimmune condition have multiple autoimmune conditions. And you might not even really realize it. So it just stems from, from systemic inflammation. And it just depends on how lucky you are and where it decides to show up in your body. So, um, those things are very interrelated, of course, but those are the two big things when it comes to your gut. They're different. Leaky gut and then your gut microbiota, which is, you know, the 
basically think of like soil in your garden and having that good and bad bacteria and having a balance of it. So those are both very important. And when things are all like upside down, inside out with your gut health in any of those aspects, then your metabolism is going to suffer. You're going to have inflammation. Um, and you're, you're basically, I mean, I guess you can think of a car and having like dirty fuel in your car or, you know, oil that is all crappy and you need to change your oil or things like that. It's not going to run correctly. These are some things that you need to understand about your gut and what can mess with your gut, both with the microbiota and with your leaky gut or not with your leaky gut, but causing leaky gut. <laughs> a lot of people have leaky gut and don't realize it. And, and quick little note here, these things do not mean that you're going to have gastrointestinal issues. You might not have any issues like that make you think, oh, I have gut issues at all. It simply means that that might be where like inflammation is stemming from. So here are some things. So antibiotics and medications are two huge things that can cause leaky gut and a uh, disruption in your microbiome, things like birth control, NSAIDs, which are non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs like aspirin and ibuprofen. Listen to that again. <laughs> Medications and especially things like birth control and NSAIDs. And I say listen to that again because we pop ibuprofen and aspirin like it's candy. Like just, oh, I have a little hangnail. I'm going to have some, you know, like, come on now. It, and that can really, really wreak havoc, havoc on your gut lining and you don't even know what you're doing. I mean, I think that I used to be that person like, oh, it's not a big deal. Like I have a cramp. Okay. Take, you know, and we just think it's so benign, but it's not, not to mention what it's doing to your liver. So diets that are high in refined carbs, sugar, and processed foods is another one. It messes both with your, your microbiota and with your gut lining. Diets low in fermentable fibers. So these are also known as prebiotic fibers, um, such as chicory root, Jerusalem artichokes, yams, dandelion greens, which I know sounds disgusting, leeks, onions, and garlic. Um, these things really um, go above and beyond just taking a probiotic. So I'm not going to go in any deeper than that right now, but just understand that. Um, and that's typical for Obviously, that doesn't sound much like a standard American diet, does it? Having like any of that stuff in it. <laughs> um, wheat and industrial seed oils are huge, 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 huge in terms of leaky gut. Um, wheat, especially because, I mean, you, you might know, you, you might think wheat and gluten. Um, the big bad guy behind all that is um, glyphosate, which is Roundup. Like you can go, I've heard of people who are like, oh, they're so sensitive to gluten here in the United States. And then they go to another country and they can have bread and all the things. And they're not experiencing the distress they go through with gluten here. And it's because they're not using glyphosate all day long on every single thing, like spraying the crap out of it. Um, so that's a, that's a huge thing to consider um, with leaky gut. But the industrial seed oils are like corn, soy, safflower. They're in everything. Vegetable oils are in everything. And they cause an imbalance um, with our omega-3 and omega-6. And we're really flip-flopped in terms of how we need to be. Omega-6 oils are good, but we need to have less of them and more of the omega-3. And we're flip-flopped because these 
these vegetable oil, oils are in everything. And so many people eat, you know, constantly like processed foods or eat out and like don't even realize, you know, like what they're putting into their body and it causes so much inflammation. It's those oils are processed to death in order to become oils. Chronic stress is another one. Ding, ding, ding. Anyone, anyone saying, oh, oh, that's me <laughs> and chronic infections. So those are just some of them. Um, I'll add on here, like I'm very, very particular about what I put on my skin. Even like here, I have my nails painted, but I am very careful about using toxin-free products um, and the things I use in my house, what I clean my house with, things like that. All of that stuff, all these chemicals that we're inundated with constantly cause inflammation, wreak havoc on our gut, gut lining, microbiota, all the things. And people think, oh, but it's just a little bit, it's just a little bit here, just a little bit there, but it all adds up. And on this list, um, when it comes to your metabolism, I mentioned liver health. Well, your liver is one of the main organs that actually helps detox. And when we're constantly, constantly, constantly putting things into our body, including medications and including being stressed out and sugar and all the things, and our liver is like, oh my gosh, like waving the white flag and it's overflowing. It cannot keep up. It cannot keep up. And so um, a lot of people, um, might experience non-alcoholic fatty liver disease this is why like all these things it's not a simple black and white thing like oh you just need to cut this thing out no it's it's a big picture there's a huge recipe involved in it so bottom line when it comes to calories is that they do matter calories matter but what really matters is all of the other stuff because you can have somebody my height, my weight, my gender, my everything, but have completely different gut health, have a completely different situation in terms of what they're eating. They might be on, you know, a few medications. They might have maybe our muscle to fat ratio is much different than they're going to need a different amount of calories for all those reasons than I'm going to need. See what I'm see where I'm going here. So, um, if you're experiencing this situation where it's like, oh, I keep on reducing my calories and exercising more, and you know, first of all, the first thing I'll say is, well, stop, <laughs> because you are sending signals to your body that you're in distress. Like, like, oh my gosh, you know, where there's not enough food, and like, I don't know, it's like it sounds like wartime. You know, you're working hard and you're you don't have enough food, and your body's gonna protect and preserve but then you have all these other things to consider as well. So um, I know that is not something people like to hear because they like it to just be black and white. Oh, like let's just, I just calculate how much, you know, how many calories I need and just plug and play. And that's sadly not how it works. And um, I will also say one more thing about hormones, you guys, um, and I'll go in deeper to this later, but our hormones, so especially I'm, I'm talking specifically women, but it does, you know, men experience it too. But our estrogen tends to be higher than our progesterone, especially because of our standard American lifestyle. There are so many things that are estrogenic or that promote higher estrogen and our progesterone needs to be higher than your estrogen. So um, what will happen then is that you'll, your body will hold on to weight, hold on to fat in particular, right here, belly especially, you might have a hard time sleeping, which makes all of this stuff worse. Um, and that's something that 
I personally have experienced so many clients who've gone to their doctor, had their hormones tested and they're like, oh, you're fine. And I look at it and like, um, your progesterone is like bottomed out, which regardless of how much estrogen you have, like obviously is a problem and your progesterone does need to be higher than your estrogen. So, um, that's a problem. So going back to the liver health, also your liver helps to metabolize excess estrogen. Do you see how it's all interrelated? It's all interrelated. My best advice, because I know you'll listen to this and go, Oh, whoa, where do I even start? If you could do like three things, three things right now, I would get rid of toxins, like go through your cabinets. And I'm not saying that you have to throw everything away and get new things, but um, like right now, but as you run out of things, your laundry detergent, your cleaning supplies, your makeup, your skincare, your shampoo, like things like that. Um, as you get rid of them, I would replace them with things that are toxin free. And I'm somebody you can absolutely come to if you need help with what that means. I know it can be confusing. Um, but that is one thing. Another thing is that I would consider, I would consider looking into, oh, I'm on these medications or I'm using a ton of ibuprofen or whatever. I would consider alternative means of dealing with whatever it is you're dealing with, to put it simply, very simply. Those are two things. Another, the third thing I would say is ditch the vegetable oils, ditch the, ditch the processed oils. Those are three simple things three very simple things that you can do right now. And if you need any help, please contact me. I would love to chat with you. You can actually go to my website, healthwithjess.com and book a free consultation. And we can just chat about it for a little bit. If you want, we can do some health coaching, but I can also just kind of point you in the right direction. So that is all for today. Um, calories are a pretty complicated thing. And I, I would say the biggest thing for me is that don't beat yourself up because we've been taught for so long that it's like black and white and it is not, it is absolutely not. So if your body is not responding well, instead of abusing it and instead of stressing it out further, stop. And if you're like, okay, I've stopped, but now what, you know, seek some help like me or somebody. Um, but the worst thing to do is to, is to like restrict your calories even more. And that will, cause so many problems and you're going to end up a eating, you know, eating quote normal again, and then gaining weight faster and feeling miserable. And then, um, be just like not getting to where you want anyway. So, um, your body needs you to show it that you care about it. <laughs> so, um, anyway, if you guys have any questions, please reach out to me. I could go on and on and on and on about this topic. Um, so I will have more I will have more. We'll dive into other things later, but thank you so much. Um, you can find me again at my website, Health with Jess, Facebook, Health with Jess, Instagram, Health with Jessica. And my show is sponsored by Oregon Valley Farm, which is my family business. We sell pasture-raised meat, grass-fed and finished beef. Everything is antibiotic-free, um, no added hormones. Uh, if I say um, hormone-free, people are like, oh my gosh, meat has hormones in it. Yes. Yes. We all know <laughs> there are no added hormones in our meat, um, which is very important because you put that stuff into your body or into the meat that you're going to eat, and then you're putting it in your body. 
hello, you are what you eat, right? So um, you can find us at OregonValleyFarm.com and Facebook and Instagram, same, OregonValleyFarm.com. All right, guys.